and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 203. I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. Hey, uh, I noticed you haven't you haven't done anything with your lawn this year so far. It's looking looking kind of scraggly out there. That's not necessarily true. I, uh, I, I The sprinklers are on a little. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's uh, it looks like there's a lot of dandelions and some bare patches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. And, and you said your sprinklers is on because there's some brown. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. too. Well, I don't want to water everything. I don't know if you have you thought about the you know other people's property values. I mean, curb appeal is very important for a neighborhood. Uh-huh. You you know you might want to think about that. Okay. Or maybe hire someone if you're too lazy to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let me let me think about that for a Take second. Take some pride in your home <laughs> and get off of your ass. Uh huh. That sounds hard. Your yard is pathetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's hard to read this letter, sideways. Yes, yes. It's green, sideways green, and far away, and you're old. Uh, g- green up the lawn uh-huh. and stuff. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Guy. Mm-hmm. Ir- irresponsible homeowner. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. You know, the thing about my lawn that you may not know about it is it's actually also the place where I grow all the fucks that I give. <laughs> is that what those long things are? No. Nope. <laughs> no, nope. those bare patches are where I grow the fucks. <laughs> you will note that there is nothing there. So you've already harvested all your fucks? <laughs> this year is going to have no fucks to give. <laughs> Not a single one will grow in my yard. And that's different from last year? How? Uh, I don't have a toilet to throw out aggressively <laughs> this year. <laughs> I mean, granted, the one bathroom is still 70s original everything. So, you know, it's it's only a matter of time. I think all the neighbors live in fear of the toilet. The coming toilet coming, making a re- We could go get some toilets. Yeah, I'm sure. We could go to the good junkyard. I'm sure we could find the good junkyard as opposed to uh, the, I don't know, the lesser junkyard, the lesser good junkyard. <laughs> the, the junkyard by my house is kind of nice, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We get a fancy toilet. Your fancy suburban junkyard. Whoa, you back up off of the suburban <laughs> there, guy. I'm not the one that received the angry letter from a concerned neighbor. <laughs> I'm just the one where the neighbors question my wife about the brown person in her yard. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does the lawn. <laughs> and, you know, other things. <laughs> yep. Yep, my lawn is looking as good as ever, which is to say, not. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though new garden beds i put in they are fucking nice uh-huh. the ones no one can see yeah 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 well here's the thing here's the thing that you're you're, you're forgetting <laughs> fuck those people uh, <laughs> you know because basically that it's kind of its own fuck those people because basically fuck those people all right you know? yeah 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 i'm looking forward to, to this year's letter I, I you know i'm i'm getting to the point where i sort of am too <laughs> you know like I'm, I'm gonna have a collection if it keeps up <laughs> gonna be it's gonna be exciting yeah. it's gonna be like it's gonna become like a like a game it's gonna like, be fun you know i'm gonna start writing like critical reviews of them and leaving them staked to the corner of the yard <laughs> with like see me after class at the bottom you know <laughs> lots of repetition uh come up with a new phrase use a stronger verb here uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh before we get rolling too far mm-hmm. i wanted to remember to say congratulations to uh melinda and golly for passing their BRC this previous weekend. Yay! They were with Claire. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So that's pretty cool. Congratulations. Yeah. Now you're ready to go out and ride slowly around and get better. (laughs) 
Melinda is ready to step up from her Vespa scooter to mm-hmm. a 250. Nice. So, yeah. And golly, I don't know, but he's going to get like an 1800cc. Yeah, large. 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 He'll probably get a 250 too. Yeah, probably will. I mean, you know, might as well buy his and hers. Sell them for what you bought them for because they're 250s, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, I went looking on KSL for 250s and I was like, oh, yeah, there you go. 1800 to like 2200. Boy, I tell you what, you go on KSL right now. This is the season of the shitty cruiser. Oh my God. If you want like shitty cruisers with only 300 miles and, you know, comes with a helmet, now is the time to buy. Well, Utah, right? I mean, what kind of a cruiser state? I think most states are cruiser states. Uh, It must be said. I'm betting everybody's classifieds are flooded with cruisers right now. I got, I don't know. I I think California isn't so much a cruiser state. Yeah? Yeah. I think it's more of a sport bike state. Uh, Okay. Cooler, hipper, younger. Uh-huh. More attractive people, uh-huh. uh, smarter, friendlier uh-huh. people, uh-huh. Uh, just generally better in every way whatsoever mm-hmm. are the people who come from mm-hmm. uh, California. Except for road maintenance. Bit shit at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's that's what other people are for mm-hmm. from the other states. Mm-hmm. Is the maintenance. <laughs> the maintenance, huh? <laughs> hey, all of my bikes are running. Fuck you. What? My hey, the strong runs great, runs strong. How do you runs s- wonderfully? How do you start it? Oh, it's it's, in, it's on the charger. <laughs> <laughs> it runs strong for a solid twenty thirty seconds miles miles. Yeah, so I can like go to the store as long as I turn it off like really fast when I'm there, <laughs> and like you know don't hit too many stoplights. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So how long can you leave it off at the store? Uh, it's okay when it's off. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then it starts back up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, generally. Yeah? <laughs> generally? Generally. So what's it? What's going on, Todd? Well, as, uh, as previously mentioned, the battery doesn't charge. Correct. Uh, I have a box of battery shit upstairs. A box of batteries? No, no, the battery charging shit. You, you carry like a, just a carry bunch spares. of spare batteries in I'm like, your trunk? I'm like one of those electric conversion guys. <laughs> No, no, I, I just I have I have a new stator and a new uh, regular rectifier unit. Okay, um, cool. I'm waiting for the uh, the generator cover gasket to come, um, which is the you know, of course of all the things the big expensive parts, no problem. The fucking gasket, uh, it's like they put it on the back of a donkey. And El Senor is coming at his fastest. <laughs> Under the El Senor, fly like the wind. You know what that is. That's revenge for all the virtual donkeys we killed in Red Dead. Could be. Could be. <laughs> but the sequel's coming out, so you know it's yeah. going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah. Yeah. So much fun. Yep. Oh, um, the GS. Mm-hmm. So the ABS is all smoothed out. Now. Okay. Turned out the, the sensor ring was cracked. Oh, damn. Not, not And it was still within tolerance, mm-hmm. but it was that was enough to like throw it off a little. Yeah. So, yeah. but now the GS is running great. That's awesome. Uh, did the did we ever find what the uh, the mysterious answer to the problem with the uh, front of the sprint, which was totally not broken by the idiots who worked on it, was? Yes. Um. I I took the sprint to Jason, who worked on the GS, uh-huh. Jason Haynes. Yep. And uh, he used to be the the tech at R and R. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So he's a really good guy. He nice. was working on Jeff Jeff Thurman's bikes. Okay. Yeah. Um. And all I told him was the speedometer's not working, and they told me I need a new rear master brake cylinder. Mm-hmm. He calls me up. He's like, did you change the tire on the front wheel? <gasps> I was like, no. Why? He's like, because 
whoever had it off last put it back on wrong and crushed a speedometer. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Who could possibly have predicted this? I was just like, wow, really? That's weird. Amazing. Because the guys at the dealer told me there was no way in hell they could have done that. Oh, no. Certainly <laughs> not, sir. Because their tech is from Triumph. Oh, no. He's from Triumph. Yeah. Triumph Motorcycles? Well. <laughs> well. <laughs> Triumph, Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's awesome. And then he also said, yeah, and, you know, I, I rebuilt your, your master brake cylinder and flushed the system out. Someone was lazy and mm. didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. They just wanted to replace it with a new one, mm-hmm. which they made a little profit. Imagine. Imagine, if you will. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So I, I actually want to be a the dealer on saturday oh yes and spit and peed on their bushes what no i walked in and the guy at the counter was very nice Uh it's like hey sir how can i help you today i was like literally this is what i said i was like hey man i don't know if you're the guy that wants to be talking to me right now because this might turn into one of those let me speak to your fucking manager moments (laughs) so i'm going to give you an opportunity to choose what you want He's like, well, the manager has left for today, so let me have it. So I told him, mm-hmm. gave him the whole the whole, the whole story, mm-hmm. and he was like, "All right, first off, I want to apologize because what we should have said to you on the phone was instead of this wasn't us, and come in and we'll fix it was bring the bike back so that we can take a look and determine what happened." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, but you know what? I don't want you guys touching my bike anymore." So what I would like instead. And I think I'm being reasonable here. Mm -hmm. I was like, I found the part I need on eBay. I'm cool with getting a a used part off of the eBay that you guys cover. And then you cover the labor for this, my guy to put it in. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know what? That sounds really reasonable to me. I will write a note, your case Mm -hmm. and leave it for the manager to call you about on Tuesday. He can tell you to fuck yourself. (laughs) We'll see. Okay. All right. So tomorrow I expect a call. From uh, from there, and we'll mm-hmm. we'll see. I'm I'm predicting that they tell you to pound sin. You think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because they're gonna be like, "Well, we didn't touch it. We don't know what happened to it. It wasn't. Oh no! Oh, certainly not us. No, 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 no." Nope. I mean, I'm like, I went to a third party mechanic, and he's he has said that the, the wheel was reinstalled incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the last guys who did that were you. So. Mm-hmm. You know, not not to blow my own horn or nothing, but I'm kind of a big deal with this podcast I do, mm-hmm. and I can mm-hmm. just start naming names. Mm-hmm. That would go Far. awkwardly, <laughs> very awkwardly, since, well, <laughs> it'll be awkward. Let's go with that. It won't be that awkward. I don't give a shit. No, no, no. I... I <laughs> Not for us. No, <laughs> there is no awkwardness on this show. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. <laughs> well, that's uh, you know, at least at least you know what it was. But this this illustrates to me of the why. Like, there's very few people I let touch my shit. Yeah, I this guy that I go to now, Jason Haynes. Mm-hmm. Actually, I want to give him a shout out since mm. since he's good at his job and he others is should really go to him. Good at his job. Good. And he would he might even be fun to have on the show. Oh, let's get him on. Uh, the name of his business is JC Performance Motorcycle. JC Performance Motorcycle at gmail.com. 801 520 6323. 
in West Jordan, Utah. Awesome. Dude will work on anything, and he is like an old school, I want to fix this, not just replace it with a new part kind of mechanic. Sure. Sure. Get it running, get it running well, get it working well, get you happy so you come back many, many times. Yes. Cool. He is super cool. Awesome. Well, I will remember that in case I hit something that goes above my head. Yeah. He, he's, he's just, every time I go there to, and it has been a lot lately. <laughs> <coughs> Which lately is. I end up like hanging out with him for a while because we, he just nice. talks. He, he, he's super cool. Awesome. He's, he's got, he, the bikes he's working on, he has like stories about and stuff. Nice. I, he was the, I guess the only mechanic on this GS I ride now. Hmm. Guy who owned it before me has always been taking it too, so he's he's uh-huh. pretty familiar with it. Way cool, yeah. Way cool. So tonight, just <laughs> I to sh- don't have my safety blanket. <laughs> so tonight, just to shake it up, we're going to lead with our interview. Yeah, I was kind of seeing this as not like one of our normal kind of interviews, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. more like a combination of a ramble cast mm-hmm. with a guest. Mm-hmm. So it's like a guest ramble. Cast. Guest ramble, like a like a like a backup ramble. Yeah. Okay, we're on with other Todd and Jeff of the uh, Moto Tours. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. Let's try to assign a name to a voice. Mm-hmm. Other Todd, please sign yeah. in. This would be Other Todd. How okay. you doing? Great. And Jeff? This is Other Jeff. Wait, there's more. There's more? No, <laughs> we're, 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 damn it. We've got a profusion of Jeffs. <laughs> Christ. And you guys were you guys were haranguing me on the Facebook page to let you come on and talk about your multi level marketing uh enterprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, which it has was, made uh, us no money whatsoever. Yeah. Mary Kay, right? No, no, no. They're the uh, they're the dildo pyramid scheme. Oh, pure romance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Wait, wait, not that dildo pyramid scheme, the other dildo pyramid scheme. Uh make money el- elephant romance? <laughs> Furry romance? I really got to be perfectly honest with you. I'm just looking for any excuse I can get to say dildo pyramid scheme. <laughs> because that shit is funny. Uh, yeah. I don't understand how that works. Oh, like, like a personal goal? I don't understand why you want to go to a party thrown by your aunt where she can sell you a dildo. I am mystified. That's just, I, I just, I'm not comfortable <laughs> with my aunt selling me a dildo. I can I can see where that would be. I'm not comfortable with I'm, your mom selling me a dildo. I'm pretty uncomfortable with basically any other human being other than a person who works in a shop that sells sex toys selling me anything of the sort. I'm okay with you selling me a dildo. The demo will haunt you forever. Yeah, right, exactly. It's just just weird. <laughs> you can sell me a dildo anytime, Todd. I'm okay with that. Like like just the, like the dildo shop? I'm comfortable. <laughs> Which is <the> thing, apparently. <laughs> but if you got one in a drawer or you want to break out right now, it's, nope. you know, we could talk about it. Hi, how you doing, guys? You want to hear about Todd's dildos? <laughs> I think we already did. I mean, and that's the show, folks. It sounds like he's got a pretty pretty extensive collection, and he's just looking to expand a little bit, huh? Yeah, it's actually a, the theme song is in fact a marketing thing for my uh, my online site. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay me royalties for that. Yep, every time it plays, I get a dollar. <laughs> so you guys were just at a rally recently, right? Yeah, we um we participate in it's called the uh, Mason Dixon 2020. We we've been doing it for the past four or five years, and uh, it it starts out of Martinsburg, uh, West Virginia. And I assume most of your viewers, if not all your viewers, are familiar with the term rally and how it pertains to motorcycles. But if they're not, um, you know, you start. It's basically a scavenger hunt. You start with like some GPS coordinates. 
you plot your route and then the you start the rally um the rally master throws in all these uh, twists and turns and you essentially try to uh accumulate as many points as you can um this one's pretty extensive in the sense that um and jeff correct me if i'm wrong but the most southern point was charlotte north carolina the most northern point was um a good bit north of uh Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Um, there were some spots, I think, out in Ohio this year, um, and I I don't know how exactly how far east. So it it, it encompasses a, a good chunk of the East Coast. It goes on for we we I think our travel time was like twenty seven hours. Yeah, it's total total thirty two hours. It's six six a.m. Saturday till two. Now, do you do this as Sunday. a team, or do you Nine like stop. start at the start line and flip each other off and just like take off? Well, even if they were a team, they would be doing that. Well, that that's true. We, we do that. We flip each other off, and then we follow awkwardly each other flipping each other off the <laughs> entire time. <laughs> yes, every, every time that we take <laughs> each one takes over the other, we're we're middle fingers up all the way. Yeah. But uh, both middle fingers up. We do it. We so it, it ended up starting. Jeff, it was Jeff wanted to do it, and I I kind of was like, all right, I'll tag along and I'll just follow him. He did the route, and I was like, I don't care if I win. I don't need any points or anything like that. Um, and then, you know, we just kind of stuck with it. And then we started doing a little bit more collaboration. Um, and it actually came out to be a little bit advantageous, I would say. Is, you know, one of us is leading and the other one's usually looking stuff up, especially if there's like things on the side of the road, just random stuff that we can accumulate some additional points. And um, and it's it's nice camaraderie and it's just kind of a nice ride. And it's it's, it's I, I like it better if you're just kind of hanging around with somebody and especially Jeff, because we've known each other for so long. Um, but, and some people do it too, uh, you know, husbands and wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, and other things like that. But it's, it's not officially a team event. You know, most people are just completely individual. And then, you know, the bell rings, they take off. You don't see them for another 32 hours or so, but, but we, we, we've kind of worked together. Um, and, uh, you know, we've, we've actually placed pretty high and, and we're, we're in some pretty extensive, um, you know, um, pretty, I guess, I don't know what. What, what word you would use, but a yeah, lot there's of, a lot of a lot of iron butt rally veterans in it. Yeah, and you know, so any anytime we can place up near those guys, you know, we feel we've been what we've had at least two top ten finishes. But it's it's for charity. It's something to do. Um, and and the guy uh, Rick Miller who runs it, uh, which it's only going to go on for another two years. He he really does a great job, and everybody there is it's just like any other motorcycle event. Everybody there is really friendly, and um, everybody wants to talk motorcycles all day. So. So now, uh, now it, it works speaking as speaking as someone who has never been to a formal rally kind of thing, and let's be honest, not a joiner, um, <laughs> listeners may be thinking about going to rallies. They may be considering going to one of these things. Are they, is there things they need to kind of be ready for, or just kind of know ahead of time that'll make it a better experience for them? For me, it was. It basically depends on how competitive you want to be. Anybody can just like a marathon. Anybody can participate in a marathon. You can walk the whole thing. You're not going to win. You're not going to probably get close, but you'll finish that kind of thing. Chuck, um, that's for goddamn but, sure. It, <laughs> screw that guy. <laughs> Hurtful. As long as I'm not last. Yeah, as long as you're not last. As long as you don't get a DNF. As long as you don't get disqualified. But it, it's one of those things. It, it it all depends on your personal competitive nature. If you really want to be competitive, the people that win this thing are just kind of balls of the wall. They're riding. They're getting points every every chance they can get. You know, then there's some people that, like this last rally, um, there were people that maybe did what Jeff seven eight hundred miles, and then I think people like us in the in the top half, I think we cleared what fourteen hundred. 
1480 something. Yeah. But see, the guy who won, though, we I came in 15th place. The guy who won did like 200 miles less than us. Yeah. And then it, it all comes in with efficiency. Um, you know, and these guys, they spend all this time and they just they can calculate all these things out and it's, get all the points in the time. Yeah, it's, it's more a navigation uh, competition than actual riding. Once you develop your your route, if you have the best route and you can ride it, that's what's going to win. Not so much uh, speed. Yeah. See, I did not know this about rallies. I thought they were more like I, I was thinking like, like get-togethers, and show up and be like, "Well, I do like motorcycles. Me too." You want to buy this jacket? You're thinking about <laughs> what, like Sturges yeah, like, or like yeah. Daytona or something like that. I guess they share yeah, the same no, name. These, yeah, the long-distance rallies are more. It's it's like a photo tag. Type thing. So everybody goes their own way. We, some people do it in teams, but it's uh, we. Some of these people I only see every year at this rally, so it's like a, a family reunion of sorts. It, it's a good mix of both. I mean, you're, you're not just you don't just show up, do the rally, and leave. Most people, if not everybody, basically we we it, it's at the same hotel. We all get a room the night before. There's a big banquet. I mean, it, it is a social event to some degree, um, but then you know the the I guess the primary focus is the riding and and. This one in particular is, I mean, it varies year to year, but it's generally between 32 to 36 hours long. Um, and you basically start in the morning on Saturday and don't stop until afternoon on Sunday with, with the required three-hour rest. And so outside of that three-hour rest and stopping for gas and bonuses, we're on the bike the whole time. But this is one of the longer ones. Uh, I mean, outside of like the Iron Butt or the Butt Light, which are like, what, seven and ten seven days. And, ten days yeah. and I, I, Jeff does more than more of the other ones, but there are ones that are just a few hours long. There's ones that go all year and, you know, you can do them from your home um, within your particular area. You don't have to actually all meet at this centralized point and then, you know, disband from there and then meet up there. It's, it's not, it, they don't all require that kind of commitment. So um, there's, there's really, uh, and I think actually Jeff's setting up a website that's going to hopefully, um, you know, be a collection of all these rallies so that people can actually go to it. Cause I, I don't know that there's a centralized point at this, at this, um, at this stage anywhere. No, I think the iron, iron, Butt uh, association updated their website. So they have, they have a little bit of what I'm trying to do. So I'm not even going to give out the domain yet because it's it's in the infant stages. But uh, basically, I, I'm going to try to put a, together a website with all these resources, all the people who want to get into rallying that that have all these questions and, and want to know more about it and where to go. Have you registered the domain already? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah. Curses, we can't. Yeah, nice try. Nab it. <laughs> put horrible things there. Jeff smells. So remind so remind there, there me. Is, there is a little bit on that site. Remind me, um, Jeff. I think you're on a Super Ten, right? Yeah, I have that, and uh, I have I picked up a couple years ago. I picked up a 2003 BMW RTP, an old retired police bike. Okay. And uh, other Todd, where are you on? Um, uh, my my primary long distance bike is a um, a 2011 R1200 RT, a non non police bike, just a newer version of of the one Jeff rides. Okay, well, it's nice, you? but it's not as cool. We're all BMW <laughs> guys, Todd. Oh well, I, well, I, I distinct I have a distinct round L right there on the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny, dirtbag. My BMW runs so well, you think it was Japanese? Ho ho ho! Does it? Well, not right now. What? <laughs> no. Oh, I, no. I dabble in others. I dabble in others. I, I my my RT is my long distance bike, um, but I have a, a G650 GS Tau. Um, I have a, uh, 
Triumph Daytona 675. I have a uh, NSR 250 um, SE and a Honda CBR 250 Double R, which is uh, one of the old four-cylinder 250 cc's from Japan. Do you have any raccoons? <laughs> I have a main coon actually. He's sitting at my feet, wondering why the hell I'm not paying attention to him. Why are you not petting the cat? What the hell is wrong with you? Why does the cat not have a helmet? What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. You know, I've seen people with helmet cats on their bikes, and I don't know how that's possible. I just possible, really look so. forward to a video of you attempting to put a helmet onto a cat. i got to be honest. <laughs> I want to go back to the part where Todd said his bike was running great. Mm. Bandit's, bandit's uh, running wonderfully. Really <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Thank you for asking. The bandit is great right now. Uh-huh. Everything's wonderful. Uh-huh. 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 Uh, you, mean, you mean towards the end of the rally, I suppose. How's the... Uh, oh, yeah, we got to talk about the DNF. The DNF. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I did get the DNF. I, no. You um, did? Everything was... I, 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 my RT is uh, down for the count for a little <laughs> bit, um, if, if you want to say. It, it, it ended up, it was, uh, what, what, Jeff, like 8 in the morning. Um, 8 in the morning on Sunday. Yeah. We were north of Harrisburg, and we were on the, like, the last little loop of uh of our route and i was coming around a bend on the highway there was a piece of firewood uh in the road and probably 65 70 miles an hour i went right over it with both wheels Uh and uh i i didn't think anything a second after it i was like all right i ran over something you know i did the whole you know off the pegs kind of you know typical uh, instinct riding maneuver yeah (laughs) so um (laughs) I thought something felt a little bit different, and I figured I had, you know, tended the wheel or something at all. But uh, I got on the front brakes, and that's when I felt the whole front end started going crazy. Uh, I let off, you know, um, you know, tapped on the rear and just kind of managed it with the rear and went over the side of the road to see what had happened. I blew out both tires. Wow. Um, I actually destroyed both rims on that piece of firewood, and. To give you an idea, since I don't, I don't have any way of sending you any pictures, but it it bent in the front wheel so much, the front rim, that it actually made contact with the outside of the caliber. Wow! So that's yeah, that sounds so expensive. The, yeah, well, the RT. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, for what it's worth, I, I have a Progressive. I called them up, and they've. They've been handling it really well, and they already said they're going to cover everything and have reimbursed my towing. So, I mean, they, they've been doing it. Are they going to fix a, it, or are they going to total it? Well, we're not really sure. The adjusters so, – oh, hey, look, Jeff sent a picture. Wow, that, That's the front. Oh, my God. That wheel is not in the correct shape at all. <laughs> oh, my God. That wheel looks like Pac-Man. Yep. Save and that and we you can see that – it's so much closer to the rotor that when it spins around, it actually it actually scraped the top of the caliper. So, so I think I was pretty lucky in the sense that it didn't lock onto the caliper. Um, it actually I think it helped slow me down because every time it made a revolution, it was like right on on the outside of the caliper. Um, but uh, yeah, so you know Jeff Jeff stuck around. Um, I, I, funny enough, there was actually a car on the side of the road that had hit the same thing, um, and uh, Jeff went to go get it off the highway, and I think he said a truck hit it, right? And it just yeah, knocked. I walked the entire quarter mile back, and just as I was about to climb over the guardrail, a truck came and blew it into the median. <laughs> wow, this is a popular spot. Yeah, for target so I walked huh? I walked a half mile for nothing. So no evidence, but you know. Um, so anyway, yeah, we were there, and I contacted. I actually went through AMA, which you know, when it comes to these kind of situations, 
and you're you're in an emergency or you're in a desperate position, you really don't realize how limited or what tools you have to work with. Um, but uh, you know, then then you're finding out that this is limited to this and this is limited to that. But uh, sob story over, Jeff. Jeff, I, I had a tow company on the way. I was like, Jeff, you got to finish because I mean, he wanted to stick around, but it, it's a timed event. So if he didn't get all the points that he had to and back, you know, it would have been all for naught. So, um, so I, I, you know, he didn't want to leave, but I said, look, you got to do this, you know, finish it because we're both basic. I want to know where we all both finish because we would have essentially gotten pretty close to the same points. And, uh, so yeah, so um, I mean, it was fine. I, I got I got a very interesting tow truck diver, I guess, uh, and I was 140 miles away from home, so that was a really really long ride. Um, I can understand. I kept falling in and out of sleep, and every time I woke up, the guy was like in this middle of a conversation with me that I guess started before I fell asleep. I don't know. This sounds really familiar when I broke the Earl down. And- I'm going I'm to go out on a limb here and say that a, a certain number of tow truck drivers are just a little strange. I had a 100-mile tow. <laughs> These are people who go out yeah. to dark roads at night to pick people up on their worst day, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's a good point. I didn't, I didn't give him the benefit of the doubt, but you know, he was a nice guy. Um, I mean, number one, he was super overcautious. It took probably an hour just to load it up because we couldn't agree on where to put the straps. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because the RT's full fairing, so it's got a lot of plastic. Yeah. And he wanted to do the whole handlebars, compress the front suspension, which has got like what a, I don't even know what's called like the power level suspension. So it's not a traditional, yeah. um, you know, fork. And anyway, so he's like, oh, all right, it's your bike, it's your bike. But <clears throat> nice enough guy. Just in that situation, you know, you're kind of like, I want to go home. I want to go home. Mm-hmm. And you already know that it's like three-hour drive from there. So this is and then and then Todd gets home, and he gets on his Daytona and comes back to West Virginia for the, the award dinner. Yeah, I paid for the dinner. I'm going to eat the dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a really good dinner? Yeah, they have some really yeah. excellent barbecue. It, it really is. Like, they go they go all out, and they do a lot of local um, food suppliers. So. And he said this yeah, one's the, the last one? Two, Two more. Twenty 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 is going to be the last one. Why? Uh, because it's be, called the Mason Dixon twenty twenty. I don't know. And it'll be the twenty first year of it. I think Rick's just ready to retire. Mm. Yeah. Now that that brings yeah. up an interesting point because Utah had the ten eighty eight, which is apparently making a comeback now. Um, they had to stop that uh, a few years back because people were like trying a little too hard, people were falling dying. asleep and dying. <laughs> You know, taking FJRs down dirt roads in the desert to get some extra points and, you know, going off of cliffs <laughs> and dying. I'm not making this shit up. It's funny because we've done similar things. Like, I have took my RT, you know, I knew it was a shortcut, and it was it went from paved to dirt, and I was like, let's do this. Then there were the water crossings, and, uh, I mean, they weren't anything serious, but then we came to the end of a river, and I was like, Jeff, you want to try it? And he he's like, no. And he's on a super tenor, right? and I'm on RT. I'm like, <laughs> but the road's right there. We can we can make it. And yeah, yeah. it was just raging across. <laughs> I think we found out later. I think there's like a submerged concrete bridge or something. Uh, yeah, the, but it was well, it, it, the the flow was at least a foot over it. And yeah, it, was raging. It, it it's been raining a lot in the Northeast, and it wouldn't have been a good idea. But I my to my, to the point is that I think in those situations people are willing to make some uh you know less than. <laughs> If yeah, iffy decisions, and you know, I mean, I think a lot of the people, and I think 
the routes that he, or, or at least the bonus bonus play, uh, spots that he chooses, you know, really aren't all that out of the way. I mean, I guess, I, of course, there are places in the, on the East Coast and the Northeast that are still considered the middle of nowhere, but. Um, well, and Rick usually puts it in the rally book if it's like a, a 10 mile dirt road yeah, or something that yeah. you do. Because he's he's actually um, one of the one of the bonuses that's a required bonus um, was the grave of a veteran who had uh, participated in the first two. And it, it, I don't Jeff, it wasn't on his rally, though, right, that Jim died. No, no. So it was a uh, lieutenant colonel, Jim Young. He was a friend of Rick's. He was in the he participated in the first rally they did. I think he said there was only like 10 riders or something. And. Jim was the one who told Rick, this is great. You should do this every year. And that's what became the Mason Dixon 2020 rally. Uh, I think it was like, what, two years later, Jim died. And I, I don't think it was even motorcycle related. I might be wrong, but it, it uh, definitely wasn't. Uh, well, then I'm, I'm the wrong person. Oh, no, no, I, I take it back. It was motorcycle related. He was uh, he was out on like Donner Pass or something. Yeah, I think he but was. He, he was in it. He, he was in a, uh, it. was rally related. It wasn't a mason dixon rally related right that's that's the correct answer yeah. sure. he was doing a, a rally out in the rockies or something and he just never showed up at a checkpoint and here he, he went over over a cliff or something before they found him for future reference so he, the next time one of you asks the other should we go for this the correct answer is you first <laughs> <laughs> yeah. following, actually that dirt road we were following some iron butt rally veterans on uh, 1200 GSs, and they turned around at the river too. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's but other Todd would have done it, man. Hey, I'm sorry. He was pretty close. <laughs> you just turned the I, GoPro look, on and let him go. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, yeah. I might have tried it. I might have, I might have at least walked out. And if I didn't get swept away, I'd probably at least dip my tire in it. But, if you did, it'd be uh, a great yeah, if we weren't, if we weren't on the clock, it, it might have been worth checking I mean, out. It's, yeah, it's we, not like you finished anyway, like, so you know it's cool. <laughs> I didn't know at that point in time I wasn't going to. And in fact, if I had crossed that river, a whole my the whole end of the race might have changed. Yeah, he wouldn't have hit a log. Our timing would have been. Well, he could have hit an underwater log. That's true. Yeah, there could be another log. There could be. In fact, there's probably logs everywhere right now looking for him. Everywhere he turns, he's going to see logs. He's going to look out his window. There's a log. He's going to open his cabinets. There'll be a log waiting in the darkness for him. Well, he's killed one of them. Right. They're, they're probably yeah, passing this picture around. They're, they're out for him. They're on their way here. It's 140 miles. They don't move so quickly. Mm. So we did burn a lot of firewood in April. Yeah, see, mm-hmm. logs everywhere. Logs. So now, now speaking of of both mileage and logging, ah, uh, see what I did there. Now, you guys, uh, you guys also run the uh, you run the uh, the Moto Tourers Mileage Challenge. One of the rallies which you mentioned that you can kind of do from home. As weird as that sounds, <laughs> from the comfort of your own oh, home. Okay, so the uh, <laughs> so the mileage mania started as a quick Facebook challenge. I think I asked everybody for like five bucks the first year and I gave the money to strippers. Uh, the, the, no, the, the dildo pyramid uh, to, yet the to Wounded be Warrior Foundation. I gave the money to the Wounded Warrior Foundation. I think we raised like 60 bucks or something. But uh, now I get mail from them. They spent more money mailing me. Stop trying to get more money out of me. That's, ten, that's but, how it uh, goes, you know. So, so now we're up to Usually around twenty to thirty riders the past couple of years. Uh, entry is fifteen bucks. You sh- you send in a picture of your odometer with a dated receipt uh, anytime after March first, and then another photo of your ending odometer before November thirtieth, 
and whoever has the highest mileage for the year wins. It's it's that simple. There's no fuel logs, no photos to take other than the Eurodometer. And all the money uh, the past couple of years goes to Freedom Service Dogs, which they're an organization. I think they're in, I believe they're in Colorado. And they take uh, rescue dogs and they tra- train them for service for uh, veterans, children, elderly. Uh, you know, your traditional service dog type mm-hmm. stuff. What does the winner get? Uh, they get nice little trophies. The top three get trophies. Yeah, it's it's just kind of it's people more are of a gonna, rights thing. People are going to be riding anyway. You do two receipts and it's done. I mean, it's it's just something nice and it's a little bit of a competition. Um, yeah, I mean, Jeff Jeff's been putting together little like gift boxes, I guess, with trophies yeah, and some the stickers plan was and patches. Yeah, we eventually get some a few sponsors and throw some prizes at the folks at the end. Dildos. Yeah, Brandon. Will they be? You you guys need to. You're gonna get some advertising material. You know, dildos with wheel nerds Brandon on it. Ones. I mean that that that's a tax write off. It's not a not a try. That's, that's not in fact a tax write off for those listening. Jeff and Todd, other Todd, are not accountants <laughs> and should not be consulted for accounting information. I hope I hope part of your editing has has disclaimers to address as much. I don't think we've ever given the disclaimer on this show until right now. <laughs> this is the first one. <laughs> Warning: disclaimers may not be accurate. Not legally binding. It is it is possible that Jeff is secretly an accountant, and he knows about the secret dildo deduction. Yeah, that's what I'm talking Brand, about. I mean, you never know. Nerds branded dildos? Should we do that? No. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. <laughs> so, so if people want to get in on the Moto Tours Mileage Challenge, should they? Can they still get in on that this year? Is that just kind of a join whenever, or is that started uh, yet? Oh yeah, they can jump in. They can jump in whenever. Uh, Where to? The mileage isn't going to count until they send in a uh, a photo. Sure. Or odometer, but they can jump in anytime. We have the Facebook page, uh, Mileage Maniacs, and they can always go to mototours.com and follow the link. Cool. Yeah, they can they can start whenever. Um, it's just obviously you know it, it. I don't remember exactly the date that it started, but people that had you know started logging their miles from day one. You know anybody that starts after that fact is going to have, a, I guess, um, a you know, fall behind. But it it it's it's not anything. Uh, no offense, Jeff, magnanimous, but it's yeah, no. yeah it's a, it's just a project he's putting on. Hopefully, it'll grow into something a little bit bigger, and um, you know, maybe in, at some point have some court, some sort of rally associated with it. So it makes me feel good that I can give other people's money to charity. <laughs> so if someone joins now, the the best strategy would be to hunt down the other people who were ahead of him and, <laughs> and kill put them. logs in the road and, and put logs <laughs> throw firewood in front of them. Yeah. Or dildos. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm real sensitive about that, so it just happened. <laughs> yeah. I'd appreciate it if you guys could give me some safe space. Yes, he has his PLTD, P post logging <laughs> traumatic trial <laughs> disorder, stress disorder. It came out of nowhere. That's what she said. I, I imagine so. Hey, uh, so the rabbit, that rabbit that, um, yeah, and that's why you swerved over to hit su- the bastard, suicided on my my uh-huh. bike. Yeah. You too. Came out of nowhere. Jeff, Jeff will tell you a 2010 story about me and a rabbit. Oh yeah, what was the episode of the Pace we told that story? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, You guys keep mentioning this show, the Pace. I've never heard of it. Yeah, 
There's like two, two and a half hour episodes. Stop trying to make the pace a thing. It's not a thing. (laughs) I know it's not a thing anymore. (laughs) I can't even get Chris to call me back anymore. Yeah, it was another podcast that that we did a a few years ago. We Jeff and I took a like a month long cross country trip, and uh, yeah, they were eight years ago. Eight years ago. Yeah, yeah, 2010. Well, almost eight years ago. 2010 in like what September or something. But but I had a a late night run in where the rabbit ran into me. So Mm -hmm. um, it was the rabbit's. Jeff was in. Gonna blame the victim here. That's that's what we're doing with rabbits, huh? You saw the rabbit. The rabbit avoided me. me just fine. It ran at no, me. No, they run right into the side of it, you. It yeah. came at me. It was all like fangs and, and big, bushy ear eyes staring. <laughs> and I can I I can relate to that, man. I mean, I was minding my own business, traveling down this dark road with the lights Jeff off. Yells out, yeah, throwing <laughs> rabbit food over the side. <laughs> <laughs> I had carrots dangling from the bike. And uh, now, sure enough, one darted out, hit my back wheel. I locked it up, thankfully, um, but it it, you, it jumped, it uh, you, bounced right you off. You locked up the back wheel all over the rabbit. <laughs> I I saw it. I saw it and coming out of the side of, uh, you out the out of the grass life out of this rabbit, you monster! <laughs> I wish I would have it hanging from my wall if I did, but I. I locked up the rear wheel, um, and Jeff told me after the fact that it, it kind of ran into the wheel, bounced back off, and kind of got up. And got up and ran away. Got up and ran away. Oh, wow. so. Chuck's, Chuck's definitely nope. did not run away, although it was moving away <laughs> from the bike at a pretty impressive speed. <laughs> it flew. <laughs> it flew in an amusing little arc into the bushes yeah. where I, I like to think a coyote had a nice meal. <laughs> His rabbit was fine. He shook it off. He walked it off. He's fine. I'm but better the, hitting the rabbit than the cow we saw on the road later that night. Just one? By itself? Yeah, just, That's weird. I didn't even see it. I, I was trying not to look at animals. That's dinner. <laughs> you find a lone cow by itself. You make a barbecue. Oh, actually, speaking of cows, um, I wasn't the only DNF on the rally. One of the other guys uh, actually did hit a cow. Okay, y'all need to stop looking at the things in front of you. You need to look for the freaking escape routes, okay? It's a funny story. He was looking at one cow, and he ran into another. <laughs> wait, wait. The distraction wait. cow. <laughs> it was a trap. He, he looked at the distraction cow. Yeah, his story was he was he saw a cow on the other side of the road, and he was focused on that cow, and then he ran into a cow on his and side of the road. As soon as he hit the cow, there's only one thing you can say in that situation. Clever girl. <laughs> How was his bike? Uh, it's pretty beat up. It's a black, nice black and yellow Super Tenere, but it, it looked pretty beat up. New paint job. Yeah, but I don't think the cow made it either. <laughs> and that's what you guys had at the banquet. Hooray! <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Uh, well, he didn't. He didn't come back to the dinner, so we don't know. He might have taken it home. Was having barbecue at his own house. Wait, the distraction cow or the cow he hit? The cow he hit. Oh yeah, I don't know what happened to the distraction cow. Yeah, I think I think there's a, there's a story there. You know, the, the distraction cow is actually the real hero of the story. <laughs> he just he just happened to walk into the distraction cow's movie briefly. This is like distraction cow. It's like it's a coming soon from Sci-Fi Channel. Distraction cow. Distraction cow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like. They were hoping he would die in the accident, and the distraction cow would carry him off mm-hmm. and collect his collect collector money. 
mount his head on a wall mm-hmm. with all the others. Yep. It didn't go well. Didn't go as planned. Not that type of distraction. Yeah. Kind of. But I think um, I think the rider was okay. Yeah. I, I, nobody got hurt. Nobody died in this ride. Excellent. Excellent. That always that always makes me nervous when people do. <laughs> this is how people become not joiners. When you're when you're in the middle of one of these rallies, do you see other riders or is it pretty spread out? Um, it varies. Um, I, I think this this year was a little bit different, and I think the the rally master had kind of set it up that way because. So as I mentioned before, there's uh, they'll, they'll send you out the list of of the bonus po- uh, bonus locations, right? Just GPS locations. You kind of and then give you a point value associated with them. In addition to that, if you get a series of bonuses, sometimes in a you know a particular order um, or just out of order, whatever. But if you get you know there's one through ten, and you have to get two, three, and four. Um, and if you do get two, three, and four. You'll, in addition to the points of the individual bonus, you'll get what's called a combo bonus. One of the combos in this 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 last, this year's rally was like twenty eight thousand points, which I I know out of context that sounds whoa that's a lot or no that's a little bit, but the, I think the next highest rally was nine thousand points, right? So it was you know approximately three times as much. So what do I mean by that is basically you had to go and get this combo otherwise you were not in contention right so this was included a point in charlotte it ended up being um somebody's wedding and they wanted us all to kind of show up and crash the wedding and uh so i i want to say like 47 people um partook in the rally this yeah, year there was only like two or three people that didn't show up for right so so my point of, of this is that if anybody wants to be competitive, they would have to do this. And in this particular instance, it was even more specific in that you had to be there by 5.30 p.m. Or, or I should say at 5.30 p.m. Because if you got there at 5.15, you had to wait around. If you got there at 5.45, you know, no luck, you were out and everybody was already leaving. So the point being is that everybody showed up and obviously everybody's around at this particular bonus. And then, you know, given that fact, there's other sp- bonuses that are within the vicinity and you know people are putting together their routes and if they're going there they're going to probably get this other one and this other one and so if you're going in the same direction as them and generally people are traveling at roughly the same speeds then you know you're going to see each other but there have been other rallies that we've done that jeff and i hadn't seen anybody after like the first or second one yeah i I find most of these rallies you see people early on because everybody's hitting the first ones uh going the same way and then you might see them towards the end going back to the, the rally headquarters. But in the middle, everybody's got their own route. So, uh, I mean, uh, one of our buddies, Chris, uh, he's an iron butt rally veteran, too. If I see him <laughs> one one bonus location after another, I know I'm on a good route because <laughs> he usually places pretty high. And you always see him next to distraction cow take picture <laughs> every yeah. single time. All right. Well, hey. Jeff and other Todd, thanks so much for being on with us tonight. Hey, anytime. Yeah, we got lots to talk about if you ever need uh, to. I got to get up in like four hours to go to work. What? Go to work. God, go to sleep. Freak. (laughs) Weirdo. Luckily, Luckily, he knows where the coffee machine is. He knows where the cow is. (laughs) Distraction cow, quickly. (laughs) Get the boss's attention. (laughs) Thank you, guys. uh, Yeah, yeah, anytime it's fun. Cool, man. Chuck, look over there. You see that?
What is that? Is it a cow? I think it's a cow. Oh, no! <laughs> what a cow sound effect. It is a surprise cow. Distraction cow. Distraction cow strikes again. <laughs> Why does distraction cow have the SWAT team? I don't know. <laughs> but but tell me it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, Lie to me, Chuck. <laughs> You're a nice, intelligent person, and people enjoy being in your company. God damn it. <laughs> Oh, not that kind of lie? No. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, all right. The time is now. Come. Let's buy some shit. It's time to buy some shit. Oh my god. VW trike. Now these are these are cool. These VW trikes. We've seen a lot of them. We've seen quite a few. VW trike needs finished. Might trade in Columbus, Ohio. A lot of new parts might trade. There is nothing on this new. A lot of new parts. You lie, sir. No, no, he's saying a lot of new parts might trade. If you were a new part, you might trade. Or lots of new parts would trade. Or or these parts are all new to him from various parts of the shadow economy. Ah, oh, could be. Because there yeah. is nothing in this picture that is new. Yes, there is. Uh, let's not see. a so you've got goddamn the- thing in this picture is new. Maybe that blade of grass on the ground <laughs> is possibly new. Yeah, so he's got the standard VW trike with the uh, you know the center spar with some motorcycle hastily welded to it. Yeah, um, square bar foot pegs, of course, because these are required by law, as far as I can tell on these things. Yep, um, it's all held together uh, healthily with a <laughs> layer of rust. Uh huh. Yeah, it's a nice Russian Loctite all over it. Yeah, one of the wheels is so flat that the <laughs> rim has actually sliced into the rubber. Yeah, uh, which this I think really brings it all together. Almost looks like other Todd's rim. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, after after log. After dist- post log, yeah. not pre-log rim. I bet distri- uh, distraction cow was involved with the log. Yeah, I think so. This person was like, Oh, oh, interesting. The log is actually distraction cow's other gambit. It's on his utility belt. Uh-huh. Yeah. Distraction cow? How are we gonna get them? Oh well, <laughs> obviously I'm going to need just something to log my work. Oh, Log your work. Wow. That was too trying too hard. Was, that was that was no good. Was, we need a different. We need a better pun. That was, better action guy pun. That was that was bad. Uh, distraction cow. <laughs> oh, what please, should we do? Please don't try again. Well, I'll tell you what I would. <laughs> Stop making that face. No. <laughs> uh, I can feel <laughs> organs on the inside dying. <laughs> This is what death feels like. <laughs> I'm waiting to see the light. I see a tunnel. <sighs> sweet, sweet Jesus. <laughs> oh my God, this is not it. <laughs> the and pictures just get worse. The pictures get worse as you go. The Not only is the back is end VW. Garden hose? Um, that it does appear to be a garden hose distributing. <laughs> there's mismatched hoses distributing fluids in the back of this this Volkswagen thing it wow needs finish yeah that's the utah thing where they uh or apparently in uh wherever the hell this is columbus this is midwest bullshit where they lose the split infinitive and so you get needs finished which makes no fucking sense this um, needs finish as in mortal combat fatality finish oh yeah <laughs> yeah this is this has reached the point where it needs a priest not a mechanic yes uh-huh, uh-huh. or now, an exorcist or or let's be honest what we're really after might trade 
<laughs> that's like that's like shadow economy that's code. Shadow right economy. That is it's even it's even on a shitbag trailer yep. next to like a fucking shit busted bag out shitbag everything else. A bus apparently a, and like a truck a and short bus? I don't know. It looks like an old people bus. But you know, uh, uh yeah, it's uh it's a thing. Well, historical. Uh, that's that's reaching. Why it has a historical license plate. Oh truck. it does. This is a historical vehicle. Is that a seat pan? That is that a cardboard that is a piece seat of pan? metal making the vague suggestion of a seat. In the same way that like modern art suggests rain falling from a bunch of metal pieces. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, I never I, I didn't think I'd ever see a seat more uncomfortable than a race bike seat, but And lo there has come to pass. There it is. Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. That's horrible. Yep. Yeah, but you know, if you're looking for shadow economy crap, some because there's stuff in the shadow economy that you buy, or excuse me, you've traded for that you actually want, and there's stuff that you're just basically using as like a, you know, this is this is like the shitty trikes are the they're like the dollars and cents, right, of of how it moves. They're the liquid assets. This is the peso of the shadow economy. <laughs> what we are looking at, sir, is the devalued lira uh-huh. of the shadow economy. Okay, All this right. this is no, okay. we can do better. We can do three electric bar stool racer right on motorized. These are the new Wheel Nerd Studio. <laughs> we need these. We need these now. We need these. Right now. I have three electric motorized bar stool racers. I these, cannot possibly see what could go wrong. Here. These are 12 volt starter motor type with small pneumatic wheels. They are for adults. Full size bar stool. Two of them have brand new batteries and are ready to go. Well, two is all we need. Mm-hmm. The third one needs a battery and starter motor. Wait. Question: If they are run by a battery and a starter motor, um, and this one needs both, how can you describe that as a motorized stool? That is a that is a bar stool. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that is, that is a stool with wheels and, <laughs> and a drunk handle, a drunk balance handle. All three for eight hundred. What a deal! These are a blast to ride. You and your well, one best friend can have hours of fun with these while the third one <laughs> looks watches on, sadly. <laughs> Take them to the track, campground, no, no. or run them down the block. Maybe. These will not last. Because they will fall apart? Text me today. No trades. Cash only. Oh, wow. he does not want to be part of Shadow no, Economy. he's not getting in on it. That's, no. uh, that's uh, surprising on a number of levels. He's like, these are real. See, now I'm looking at this and I'm like, I come into the buying these bar stools, you know, standard Todd tactics as discussed in previous ones and on the pamphlet still yeah. available today yes. would be like, well, you know, I'm really looking for three electric motorized <laughs> bar stools. And I notice uh-huh. you have two. And he's like, well, it's already. Yeah, but like now I have to go and find a battery it's and I got to find a starter motor. It's going to be the one that fits right. Right. Like it's, if it's the wrong starter motor, it's not going to work. I mean, which starter motor is it? Is it a commoditized one? Can I get it at AutoZone? Or am I going to have to, you know, like order it up? So, you know, there's some time and trouble in this. So what would take, would you take 500 for these? I mean, cause there's rust on them. This guy doesn't Wait, turn very well. That one looks, it looks like it has a starter motor. It doesn't work. It's the difference. <laughs> Chuck, don't, 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 I'm, 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 I'm negotiating. Here. I am the worst person to have a long time. Yeah. That. Never fucking take Chuck when you're negotiating. Kid. You could probably get all three of these stools for 600. I mean, we could stop and get a battery at, at the walmart on the way home shut up it's not a big deal <laughs> it is a huge deal it's like 200 to 300 dollars deal 
to get a battery and put a starter motor in the fucking the battery's stool. Battery's like forty bucks. Look at the look. See the vinyl. How the vinyl's all cracked. Is that? I, I think that's texture. It's, no, it's, <laughs> there's rust on the stools, Chuck. Well, rust. Is rust that, never sleeps. Yeah, that's holding it together. And those tires are going to need replacement pretty soon. Another hundred miles, and those tires will need replacement. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, it, this is all. This is all time and money. You know, How I, I fast love do you think that scooter goes? I, I I like the scooter. How long do you think it's gonna? I just don't take a hundred miles to cover on I these. Think, I am the worst person to have you, long for your negotiation. So not five hundred, no. And the minute, the minute he says like, "Well, I'm gonna need like seven, then you know you fucking hooked it. Now you're done at six, right? Done and done. But really, I mean, eight hundred isn't bad. We, you, you, I hate you. You forever. brought eight hundred with you. God damn it, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to use to buy the battery and the starter motor now? Yeah, credit card. Eh? <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then I'll be like, damn it. Okay, uh, new plan. Look over there. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> and then what? We steal them? <laughs> Away! <laughs> we leave the broken one behind? <laughs> no, we tow it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, distraction cow. <laughs> How's he gonna get away? He's distraction cow. He's he just he just like like fade. It's like he was never there. He fades in a cloud of smoke. Yes, <laughs> Batman style. <laughs> yep. Yep. We should we should get these. I see nothing wrong with this plan. We this, should do the show on these. If if it wasn't for the fact that I was really worried about having a twelve volt battery like directly under my feet for the whole show, and we like did it on it, if we did this on a concrete floor, I would be all over this shit. This two <laughs> <laughs> that shit would be funny. Hey Chuck, go over to the fridge and get me something. Okay, <laughs> bam! I hit a log. How does this keep happening? <laughs> <laughs> Onward. Yes. A 1969 Yamaha YDS3 Big Bear Scrambler. This is legitimately fucking cool. Yeah. In Newark for two grand. I would. <laughs> that two. Oh boy. That's that's quite a lot of money. You go. You got to read the description. Okay. 1969 Yamaha YDS3 ran good when part of <laughs> about three years ago. Row. We'll need a new battery and carb clean to run now. Inside of gas tank is nice, filled with lies. We have the side <laughs> cover for the left side, which does not attach because the rubber nubbin is inevitably broken. Good compression has Indiana title not in my name. Ro! Thanks. We found a bike for you, Ro! Handlebars not, in fact, lined up with the front of the bike. <laughs> Don't worry about this. There is nothing to be worried about. Enormous dent in front, in front uh, light is nothing to worry about. Don't worry, everything is fine. Nothing to see here. How many miles? Uh, four thousand three hundred thirty-seven. <laughs> Since nineteen sixty-nine. There is, there is shit in that exhaust system and in those carbs that is older than me. I fucking guarantee it. I'm probably alive. And possibly alive. <laughs> this this bike could be super cool if it was not a giant piece of shit. <laughs> it's a shame. It makes me uh, sad. It makes me like physically ill. That is uh 
Wow. Two thousand dollars. There is no bike not running that you buy for two thousand dollars. Straight up. A Rocket Three that doesn't run, don't fucking buy that for two thousand dollars. Straight up. Like it's a fucking trap. Yeah. Any bike that doesn't run for <sighs> anything above a grand most of the time is by definition a fucking trap. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh Lord. That's good. Like, there's even a shitbag scooter in the background, which really just brings the whole picture together for me. That's going to sink down into the shadow economy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Somebody will get this and they'll just use it as chattel for the next thing. <laughs> it's going to end up cut in half and being part of it will be the front end of a VW oh, drive. So sad. So <laughs> sad. Has Indiana title. That's the part that really, and again, we're in Columbus. The Indiana title baffles me on some level. Like, I mean, maybe it's from Indiana and they never registered it because it, didn't run was stolen oh <laughs> oh, oh, oh that huh? that's indiana title and someone else's name that they helpfully left on the bike ish ish yeah you know it was inside a window and it was a room and in a little safe but it was a small safe and it was easy to carry and i already had the truck because i was stealing the bike that doesn't fucking run so you know you know how it is convenience convenience yeah convenience yeah. how did you steal a safe from someone's house well i walked in and i was like look over there <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Distraction Go. Two thousand two Buell Blast. Eight hundred dollars. Hmm. Hmm. With a seat which has been hastily and badly recovered. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Two thousand two Buell Blast runs but needs work. Unspecified work. New exhaust and throttle cable. Great starter bike. Does that mean it needs new exhaust and throttle cable and a great starter? Bike? <laughs> Did they just get their punctuation wrong? <laughs> Needs work. New exhaust and throttle cable. Great starter. Bike. <laughs> no. Money down. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's a blast. Um, it's a blast. 2002. The rubber looks Whoa. like the rubber on that front wheel. Oh, looks my God. Like that needs tires. <laughs> needs tires. Like now. Like. <laughs> Like in the worst conceivable <laughs> way. In fact, it's you may not be safe rolling this onto an actual trailer. The tires are about in the same shape as the asphalt it's sitting on. Uh -huh. The thing yeah. that really brings this together for me is the fact that, A, there's bar end mirrors of the same cheesy type I have on the Bandit. And they look sad. Look, and they look sad and droopy. <laughs> yes. Here's my other favorite part. Along with that, to go with it, just to, you know, keep kind of like a symmetry of the thing. Yeah. The rear brake and the right hand, uh, actual uh foot peg are bent in a downwardly direction as though having met pavement <laughs> possibly at speed possibly in the accident that shaved off a lot of the right side of the tank <laughs> which thankfully is not a real tank but you know yeah there it is oh this blast has seen things great runs. starter runs but need work needs work new exhaust and throttle cable great starter oh my god is that what i think it is bike is what what you think it is in the corner, left corner. Look at that. Is that a speaker? I think they're speakers. Is it? It's speakers. <laughs> He's put speakers this on it. This blast has tunes. <laughs> <laughs> it's got beats. Oots, this is a beat bike. Oots, 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 oots. <laughs> and there's the battery. And we're fucked. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what? Okay. So so gotta ask. So fuel blast. Would you? Uh, so like, obviously the parts support. Like, forget it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know. Like what, what's the, what's the, what's the number at which you might be tempted? I have never been tempted by the blast. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I loved the blast when I was first starting. I wanted one so badly. Really? Why? So bad. I think it looks cool as shit when it, no, not this one, but <laughs> a blast, a blast in good shape. I just think looks cool as shit. Really? Like a hundred times cooler than all the small starter bikes. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. If you're comparing it to the other. Yeah. Yeah. Does it look okay. as cool as like a V strong? Any other bike? No. Okay. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you smoking? <laughs> no, it, it's a cool, it's a cool looking bike. It will never look as cool as like a Guzzi. It never look as cool as like the Grizo, right? Like, okay, yeah. basically nothing okay. looks as cool as the Grizo. Okay. Um, but but like, it's pretty cool. Like, it, it looks cooler than the Ninja Two Fifties at the time did. You know, the okay. boxy yeah, Ninja Two Fifties. Yeah, I'll give it that. Yeah, it looks mad cool. And you just need to hook up a pair of speakers to it. Apparently, apparently, <laughs> and then just like, boots, boots, boots. it's cool as hell. Yeah, tunes. Not that you can hear it over the blast motor, but put your '80s Walkman on the mm-hmm. click, click that in. Don't you forget about? <laughs> 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 I love this mixtape. <laughs> I told Ro, he was like, he was like, he's looking at the different bikes. I'm like, see, that bike has, I don't know, it doesn't seem like it's going to have the mix, right mixtape stuck, and it's not going to have the Phil Collins mixtape. He's like, so, um, here's the funny thing about this bike: it does, in fact, have a tape that's jammed in it. I was like, is it Phil Collins mixtape? He's like, well, no. I'm like, okay, see, hold out for the Phil Collins '80s bike, okay? You gotta, you, you, you demand quality in your fucking stuck tapes <laughs> i'm just saying okay uh, uh. next next a java sidecar with hardware 1550 in zanesville ohio um java sidecar 1979 velorex 10 c some numbers what java sidecar 1979 velorex 10 c, c numbers c138 294 yeah um, is that like relevant to a Velorex model? I number? guess it's a Velorex <coughs> model. And it's, it's now, in, in fairness to the Jawa, the Jawa is in remarkably decent shape for being as old as it is. And he does appear to actually include the hardware, most of which is a giant bitch to get a hold of. Uh-huh. You know, the extendable, the, the, all the clamps and all that kind of bullshit. Clamps. Um, this looks like it was probably a Jawa that somebody actually gave a shit about and took care of. Yeah, I mean, the body is in great shape. Yeah, I wouldn't put this on anything remotely powerful. Um, ever um it's just, like a scooter sidecar uh it would be pretty cool on a scooter um you know you could put it on like a like an old like an old like 400 500 cc 80 ninja bike. 250 uh, i don't actually know how you'd mount that but you know <clears throat> that's what it, she said yeah the, the actual frame on this was not super strong the suspension leaves a certain something to be desired that guy looks so bitter he looks really bitter <laughs> this guy this guy standing next to it and he's got he's got his overalls on and he's looking at it um, I'm assuming he's there to add skill and either like, it's a really small sidecar. He's just fucking huge. Um, <laughs> but you know, like it's in pretty good shape. Um, you know, if I had a small bike, I, I it might be tempting. Yeah. You know? So I could a little fuck around sidecar. Okay. I mean, with the hardware alone, like the hardware, <laughs> the hardware, if it's not rusted to shit, you're talking like 500 bucks of just annoying to get metal shit there. Okay. Um, so, you know, <laughs> Is that really tempting, given you have a bandit with a psycho? Oh, not in my current state of affairs. No. <laughs> no. Fuck no. 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 No, no, no. No. Um, 
but you know, if you were building a small light rig, like eh, pretty, pretty okay looking, actually. I'm assuming he's probably got this on sidecar.com and someone's going to nab it up. The only problem being the mounting hardware. Um, the actual hardware he looks like he's applying is good, but the way that the frame on this thing mounts uh-huh. is not confidence inspiring. Like you look at that tubing, that is not the, you know, the, the Texas has big square tubing. And, you know, if you look at the Ural's tubing, it's big bastard yeah. round tubing. Yeah, that's This is small. This is like pipe basically. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, small, light, not going to go very fast type of thing. Eh, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. And it's Jawa, which is sort of fun. Okay. Well, to wrap it up, 1981 CB750 Honda Cafe Racer, $2,000. That would have been sort of cool right until the Cafe Racer part. Runs great. Electric start. Rebuilt carbs. Brand new Firestone tires. New Dyna coil. Brand new battery. And the shittiest paint job that has ever been done. Or maybe this is maybe this is here to oh, like. Oh, uh, they're doing the one finger challenge yeah, with the license, the license plate. plate. Yeah, they uh, they they've done the uh, the distressed paint job. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's uh, they're reaching. I gotta be honest. Two I, grand. Yeah, two grand. But it's all cafe, which means it doesn't have a front fender. Yeah. As far as I can tell, apart from the paint job and running and this weird custom seat. Um. No. No. Like, but. It, who are these people who think they can get out every dime they put into a bike? Like what, 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 what fantasy world do you live in that that's a thing? I've read an article about that recently. Really? It, yeah. It was actually in the BMW MOA magazine. Really? And, uh, oh, and BMW people are particularly egregious. Yep. Members. Oh, my GS has all the things on it that every other GS has. It has metal cans and everything. I forgot what the theory is called, but mm-hmm. it's, it's like a, a psychological phenomenon, like mm-hmm. uh, cognitive dissonance. Yeah. yeah. And it basically, when the person the su- you look at as a buyer, you see this, the bike needs X, Y, Z to make it go. Yeah. Or it's, you know, it's a bike that's worth $500. Yeah. Right. The seller looks at that bike and they see memories their hopes and dreams hopes and dreams they see the work they had to do to put in that paint job they Let's, see yeah. that cool road trip they took in mm-hmm. the summer of yep. 1985 with the chick on the back which is why sometimes they post all those pictures of like look how cool it is yep nobody fucking cares right no one fucking cares but they do right right and, and so that's that's where they're reaching huh that to them that adds value this bike is a dream it's not even a dream. This bike is history. Right, right. Here's the only problem I can see. Who the your fuck history, cares? Your, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody fucking cares. No one fucking cares, but there's that emotional connection that yeah. builds value in their yeah. own head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. By the time I'm ready to sell any bike, my emotional connection is gone. Well, you know, I'm mentally flipping that shit right off. And I'm just like, how can I get the most fucking money out of this thing? (laughs) When the euro was going, I'm like, how can I get the most possible money out of this? Your emotional connection to things is pretty slim as it is. Not necessarily true. I'm surprised you haven't murdered me. I could go, I could go and like set the strom on fire, but I wouldn't actually, because I still have a fairly, I I have a love of that bike, you know, Mm -hmm. like I do look at that bike and I think like rides and memories biking it other days i'm like fuck you destroy everything you are <laughs> little individual bolts let's see like the here this seller he's listed all these new things he's done to mm-hmm. it so in his in his mind he's adding value yeah, i'm adding value with 
with things that, yeah, so runs great. They're supposed to run great. Electric start, that's stock. Rebuilt carbs, i.e. table stakes for it's a fucking motorcycle. Brand new Firestone tires, wear item, no one fucking cares. New Dyna coil, fuck you who cares. It's a $30 fucking coil, get over yourself. He capitalized it though. Brand new battery, again, table stakes. So basically saying like, I've got a bike, I made it run. That's what all this says. That's the actual like, yeah, like this, yeah. this is like that runs. Give me money. Give me some oh, money. Look, now the battery is important, not important to you, Mister Motorized Scooter dude. <laughs> now you're like, oh fuck the battery. Before you were like making a deal out of it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not making a deal with the electric scooter guy. I'm making a deal with the CV. <laughs> <laughs> I am the worst person to bring. I am going to need a fucking because <laughs> I. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to need a fucking fender on that. The pipes. I like the pipes. I like what you did there. Just you good you sandwich it right i like the pipes but if i don't have a fender on there that shit is gonna get dinged up all to hell because you know i love you and i know you probably don't ride it a ton in like rocky shit but i'm gonna end up on that right i live in utah okay so i'm gonna need a fender so i'm gonna go find a fucking fender that fits yeah uh you took off the stays thanks for that dick um so no, i gotta get it on those i don't like the pipes i think the pipes are a bad idea yeah because they make the bike look shittier because they're so nice interesting point they're like almost too shiny. Yeah. Like they need the obligatory like hipster ass head uh, pipe wrap. Well, they uh, yeah, pipe wrap. They just they they look too nice. That's true. They, to they're the, they're especially since they their paint job their their paint job of choice for this bike is distressed. Yes, it's pretend shitty. But then you have nice shiny pipes. Yeah, it does it does sort of come off a little wrong. On the bright side, look at how shitty the rim and the wheels are. Um, <laughs> well, you know that's cool, right? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> better rims than other Todd's memories. Well, yes, you know, memories and feelings and, and is impractical that even mirrors. Paint or did he just sand it? That might be just a straight metal sanded tank. Like that's maybe, not pretend distressed. That's like actually distressed it. and maybe varnished. You hope varnished. Otherwise it's going to be real distressed real fast. Yeah. He's proud of it. That's for goddamn sure. He is. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There you go. Yeah. No, <laughs> Nope. $2,000 for a bike from the 80s. I'm going to go with a firm no. Go to the shadow economy. Do not pass go. Mm-hmm. Do not collect your $2,000. Away to the shadow economy with you, sir. Away. Fie upon thee. Banish to the shadow economy. Just like in Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> you didn't watch Yu-Gi-Oh? No. No, they banished people to the shadow dimension. Oh, okay. Which was the Americanized version for we killed these people. Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> you can't kill people. Yeah. In a card- kid's cartoon yes. in America. He banished you to the shadow economy with a gun to the forehead. Yes. Fuckers. <laughs> yeah. That's the most un-American thing to do to a, to a movie ever. And then the raccoons rise out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, the raccoons are going to get me. And then what's that over there? <laughs> <laughs> what did you learn this week, Chuck? The the wheel nerds pantheon has grown by one. <laughs> <laughs> Distraction cow is now a thing. Distraction cow is now a thing. Mm. What have you learned? What rolls downstairs? A loner in pairs rolls over your neighbor's dog. Nothing. No random stimpy. People in their helmets are singing right now. It's great for a snack. It fits on your back. It's log, log, log. It's log, log. It's big. It's heavy. It's wood. Nothing. 
Nothing at all is hitting your brain. I've never watched Ren and Stimpy. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's definitely all we got time for this week. Chuck has homework. (laughs) Until next time, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next time. It's better than bad. It's good. Everyone wants a lot. Unreal. Look over there. (laughs) Even Distraction Cow is looking at you confused. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent. Emergency and friendship. Yeah. Do you want to be friends? No. <laughs> it's cold down here. Yeah. Oh, nice, isn't it? Not when you're wearing shorts. Me, me, me.